Section 12 of Trips in the Life of a Locomotive Engineer. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Trips in the Life of a Locomotive Engineer by Henry Dawson. A proposed race between steam and lightning. Old Wash S is known by almost every railroad engineer, at least by reputation. A better engineer, one who could make better time, draw heavier loads, or keep his engine in better repair, I never knew. But Wash had one failing. He would drink. And if he was particularly elated with any good fortune, always expecting to make a fast run, he was sure to get full of whiskey. And though in that state never known to transgress the rules of the road by running on another train's time, or anything of that sort, still he showed the thing which controlled him by running at a terrible rate of speed. At one time they purchased a couple of engines for the E-road on which Wash was running, these engines were very large and were intended to be very fast, being put up on seven-foot wheels. From the circumstance of their being planked between the spokes of their drivers, that is, having a piece of plank set in between the spokes, the boys used to call them the plank roaders. They were tried, and though generally considered capable of making fast time, under favourable circumstances, they didn't suit that road. So they were condemned to the gravel pit, until they could receive an overhauling and be cut down a foot or two. Wash had always considered that these engines were much abused, and had never received fair treatment. So he obtained permission of the superintendent, to take one of them into the shop and repair it. At it he went, giving the engine a thorough overhauling, fixing her valves for the express purpose of running fast, and making many alterations in minor portions of her machinery. At last he had the job completed, and took her out on the road. After running one or two trips on freight trains to smooth her brasses and try her working, he was chalked for the fastest train on the road, the B Express. All the boys on the road were anxious for the result, for it was expected that Old Wash and the Plank Roader would astonish the natives that trip. Wash imbibed rather freely, and was somewhat under the influence of liquor when the leaving time of his train came, though not enough to be noticed. But as minute after minute passed, and the train with which it connected did not make its appearance, Wash, who kept drinking all the time, grew tighter and tighter, till at last, when it did come in, an hour and a half behind time, Wash was pretty comfortably drunk. So much so that some of the men who had to go on the train with him looked rather scary, for they knew that they might expect to be towed as fast as the engine could run. How fast that was no one knew, but her seven-feet wheels promised a near approach to flying. At last they started, and I freely confess that I never took as fast a ride in my life. Wash had got me to fire for him. 
keeping time was out of the question as far as i was concerned for i had my hands full to keep the firebox full and hold my hat on we had not run for more than ten miles before the brakemen ordered by the conductor put on the brakes impeding our speed somewhat but not stopping us for we were on the heavy downgrade and wash had her wide open and working steam at full stroke at last the conductor came over and begged wash not to run so fast for the passengers were half scared out of their senses wash simply pointed to the directions to use all due exertion to make up time and never shut off a bit so on we flew to b forty miles from where we started and the first stopping place for the train here the conductor came to wash again and told him if he did not run slower the passengers were going to leave wash said let them leave and gave no promises some of them did leave so also did one of the brakemen and the baggage man but away we went without them to o where a message from headquarters was awaiting us telling them to take wash from the engine and put another man on in his place i told him of the message and picking up his coat he got off and staggered to a bench on the stoop of the depot where he laid down seemingly to sleep i started back to the engine but wash called after me and asked me how we got the orders to take him off i told him by telegraph hm he said rolling over wish i had known that the confounded dispatch should never have passed me wash of course was not reinstated but the plank roader never made the running time of any of the fast trains with any other man on the footboard end of section twelve recording by alan mapstone